Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Give Them Lala podcast. It's like an emotional day for me. I can't believe my baby is one. Happy birthday, Ocean! This will come out the day after, but yeah, we're recording today. How are you March feeling? March fifteenth. Because I yeah, March fifteenth. <laughs> I walked in here this morning and Lala's like, I'm so emotional right now. And I said, Why? Why don't you tell us why? Because my my baby, it's been a year. Like yesterday, I was sitting there thinking, okay, this is like when I was in labor. This is literally the exact time that I like got my IV. This is what time this happened. And then a year ago today at 6.45 a.m., I pushed out my little water baby. I just got goosebumps. I know. 6.45 a.m. <laughs> so you had her. She was here. She's here, baby. Oh, my God. It's, I mean, it's insane how much life can change within a year. I know. Wild. It's been the best year of my life. Really? Okay. Love that for you. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. just having this beautiful baby who's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Like even though it's been a year full of change. Mm -hmm. Like. Yeah that I wasn't expecting. I don't think God makes mistakes. I don't think the universe makes mistakes. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that. And even though when we're placed in situations and it may not make sense in the moment, Mm -hmm. there will be a time that it does. And just as the days pass, I realize like my higher power has my back. And more importantly, it has oceans back, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and she's just like such an incredible baby. Mm-hmm. And I look at her and know mm-hmm. she's just going to do like really incredible things in this world. Mm-hmm. I just know it. She was meant to be here. She was. Yeah. She's just like, and you know her, Jess. Like, mm-hmm. I know she's only one, but she's like so curious and independent and like yeah. just such a bright spirit. Mm-hmm. And so content. So Anytime content. she's here, you're with her, Gigi's around, she'll just sit, watch people talking, just look around, curious about different things. Right. She's so good and sweet and like, you look at ocean and it's like that is goodness. Mm-hmm. That's like good. That's right. like pure innocence and good. And it's so. And I know that's in a t- a lot of babies, of course. But you know, people get older and there's so much shit that happens in this world and so many. You know, there's great things, but also bad things. But then you look at like these little innocent babies and yes. a baby like ocean, and you're like, oh, there's like goodness, pure goodness, right. It's really beautiful. Like all of these little ones just like embody everything that's right in the world. And you brought her. (laughs) Like as a woman who's 30, I'm close to your age, like I couldn't even imagine bringing something into this world and being like, yes, look, I did this. How do you like that's incredible, isn't it? Do you ever just like stare at her and think that? I stare at her daily. (laughs) I like cannot stop staring at her. Yeah. And yes, I think like, holy shit, I like made you. (laughs) 
And I'm one of those people, and I've always been this type of person where I'm like, all right, like the dude like shot some sperm. Good for you. Here's your fucking gold star. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like the mom carried the baby yeah. for nine fucking months. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Like, I mean, it's miraculous. I that even that word sounds like so it doesn't do it justice. But like you felt yes, a human growing inside of you. I don't know why it blows my mind. But the older I get, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, I know. What? I know. A doctor can sit here and be like, well, this is how it happens. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. It's a miracle. Yeah. Period. You can give me your little scientific fact, <laughs> X, Y, M plus two equals birth. And I'm like, no, <laughs> incorrect. Yeah, yes. And then you give birth to this human and then it feeds for some people from your body or you just feed it like as you're holding this. It's wild. It relies me. on you. It relies on you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mothers are incredible. Even if mothers don't carry their own babies Mm -hmm. right yeah there is something that happens to a woman when she knows her baby is coming no Mm -hmm. matter how they get here Mm -hmm. you can't fuck with them i I will tell you what yeah zero dollar delivery fees i bet that made you listen yes i said zero dollar delivery fees that's what you get when you dash pass by doordash And if you don't know what DashPass is, I'm about to change your world. DashPass is an exclusive membership that gets you unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders, along with members-only deals and discounts. DashPass is the most affordable way to get food from your favorite restaurants or groceries or whatever else you need delivered right to your front door. DashPass basically pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for just $9.99 per month. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Give Them Lala is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and at times we keep carrying them around rather than processing them and letting them go. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off of your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy from BetterHelp is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. It's for all of us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GTL today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GTL. Her birthday party was over the weekend. Ocean's birthday party. Can we talk about it? Oh my God. I was like, 
Kyle, my boyfriend, was like, wait, can I have a, can I turn one again? Because, like, I need something like this. It was, it was fantastic. It, mm-hmm. So I hired this company called Picnic and Pedal and Glitz and Gather. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I had heard amazing things. I, like, told them what I wanted. Dude. Was it not insane? Ocean had a merch station <laughs> at her birthday. It was incredible. And in case you, I think they've posted photos, their tags, like their Instagram handle for Picnic and Pedal, just at Picnic underscore and underscore Pedal, P-E-T-A-L. And then Glitz and Gather is at G-L-I-T-Z-A-N-D-G-A-T-H-E-R. But it was like my breath was taken away. Can Lala s- cried. Her mom cried. Oh, I sobbed. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Ocean's face was plastered everywhere. Yeah. Give them Ocean on merch. Mm-hmm. All of the kids had so much fun. They did. The parents had fun. They really did. And I'm so grateful for Jackson Brittany. Yes. Letting well, me use their house mm-hmm. to throw Ocean her first birthday. They were so gracious. And it just goes to show like... This group of friends really is that tight knit. Yeah. Like we don't just go on a TV screen together and like pretend like we like each other. Mm-hmm. Like we're family. Yeah. And we got a picture of all the babies and you can tell <laughs> whose baby is who just if you didn't even know. You've got yeah. Summer Moon mm-hmm. who's like in the back because she wouldn't sit still just <laughs> like Sheena. Like I texted her yesterday. I was like, hey, do you want to go to Universal for Ocean's birthday tomorrow? And she's like, we're already back in San Diego. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> just bopping everywhere. Never stays in one place. Mm-hmm. You've got Cruz who's just chill. Just vibing. like my little Kentucky muffin vibing. Mm-hmm. Ocean is zoned out on whatever. Like she sees a shiny <laughs> object and she's like, what is it? How is it moving? What? Is- I don't understand. <laughs> and then Hartford. <laughs> Melting the fuck down because we told her this is not your birthday Hartford (laughs) she didn't like that I saw that photo and then I saw people magazine used it in their feature and I died I was like this is the great I would get that photo framed it needs to be framed and Stassi I kept telling Stassi it's fine that she's crying because we're gonna look back on this in every photo that I have with my two best friends Mm -hmm. that we were all born at the same time I'm sobbing in every single one. <laughs> and every birthday they send me the photos. And you know, I love that. And you know what's amazing? My mom and dad who have five kids, they said when it, it's like hard to explain, but your child, no matter what, like has the essence and the personality growing up, becoming adults that they did when they were babies. So you guys are going to be able to look at that photo and be like, like in years, years, years down the road when they're teens, when they're young adults and be like, wow, they have the same personalities. Yeah. Like this is, of course, this is the photo because this is how they are now. Oh my gosh. I know. I knew Ocean was a genius. <laughs> She's like. I knew she was going to be a genius. Yeah. She's like pondering ways to save the world. Yeah. Well, and even when she's in her little jumper, like she'll jump up and down and then she'll look up. Mm-hmm. Like, how is this contraption holding me up and making me bounce? Is she like a future engineer? Is no, she she's a like fucking genius. Rocket scientist. And she'll touch the remote yeah. and look at the TV and then touch another button. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to figure out how is it happening? Yeah. <laughs> Which is no, it, no, she is. And you and she's so At least in my mind, she's thinking that. Well, it's a sign of intelligence when kids um, 
so I've heard, I'm not a doctor, but when kids play, play by themselves or in, or are in the corner and they're like being imaginative and touching their toys and trying fi- trying to figure them out. And she's like lives life that way. Like you could be in her face doing the thing and you play with her constantly, but then like she's so content doing her own thing. She like she likes when I get in the playpen with her. Yeah. Obviously, because it's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I think she's looking at me like, you don't belong in here. Get out. <laughs> Excuse me, mom. This is my space. This is for children. <laughs> You're not a what child. Are you do- yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. So, yeah, that's the vibe. Ocean is one. We're going to Universal today with Jackson, <sighs> Britt, and Cruz. So fun. And really quick to take it back to Jackson, Britt being awesome, hosting it at their beautiful home. Britt had said to me, we were at the house and she said, I said something like, oh, do you want me to move this over here? And, and Britt looked at me and she goes, all I care about is that Ocean has the best first birthday ever. That's all I care about. So whatever you need to do. And I'm like, okay, like what an amazing woman. She was so, she cared so much that Ocean and, and had the best day. She was so cute because she was like, mm-hmm. I made sure that when you walked through the front door, you were going to be surprised. And I was like, do not allow her in the backyard until I'm down here because I I know she's going to cry. Yes. And I did cry. She did. And Gigi cried. And you had friends from home visiting. Yeah. We were a sobbing mess. And my my best friend, Candice, we've been friends for over 25 years. When I was in kindergarten, I saw her and I told my mom, she's cute. I want to play with her. Oh, (laughs) And so my mom rolled up on her mom, Kristen, and said, yeah. my daughter thinks your kid's cute. Can we have a play date? And we've all been best friends ever since. Aww. But she, Kristen said that during the happy birthday moment, because mm-hmm. I look over, Kristen's sobbing during happy birthday. And I'm like, I know, it's so sweet. <laughs> but then she told me later, she was like, there was this light that came in. And it wasn't like coming from anywhere. It mm-hmm. was like this random, almost like a flashlight, like an orb. Yeah. that came through and like was surrounding ocean that she saw oh and i was god. like oh my god my dad i believe in that stuff as you should but i felt it i was like there's no way he's not here that the room was full of so much love and there's so many times where i think like you know my poor kid you know she's already in a quote unquote and it it may just be in my head mm-hmm. in a broken home mm-hmm. and in that moment when I was looking around, I'm like, my kid's not in a broken anything. Look at the amount of love that she's surrounded with. Mm-hmm. The men in her life who are mm-hmm. there, you know, Bo, my little brother, yes. like these men who like love and adore her. She's going to grow up with that. She's mm-hmm. going to grow up with amazing women. Like my kid's going to be fine. Right. But as her mom, I battle this guilt. Yeah. You know, and I shouldn't because I did nothing wrong. If anything, you did in my opinion, and probably many people's opinion, something very right. Right. Yeah. And I will look back and and I pray to God every night. And I say that truthfully, that I pray to God every night. Like, please allow me to handle this the best way that I possibly can because I'm in foreign territory. I don't understand. I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. There are times I, I may get petty. There are times where I may overshare. I'm processing and I try to handle things the best way I can while also protecting my kid. And I'll be the first to admit, I don't know if I'm doing it the correct way. Yeah. But I know that if I'm not, 
God and the universe will hold me accountable because they always have and they always will. Yeah. And I've told God this. I'm fine with you holding me accountable. If I fucked up or I make a wrong decision, I know that you're up there and you're going to make sure that I pay for what I have done. Yeah. And I think the first one of the first the first thing that shows me you are doing it the right way is being like open to saying, I don't know if I'm doing it the right way. It's just like people with opinions or, hey, this is what I think, but I'm willing to change my mind if I get better information. I always think those people are the smartest rather than being stuck in their ways and be like, this is what I believe and I'm going to preach it and I'm going to tune everyone else out. And then I look at you and you're like, I'm open to like doing it the best way. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I'm doing it perfectly. No one tell me otherwise. Right. I'm going to feel it or I'll, I'll, I'm open. I just want to be the best mom I can be. And I think that's amazing. And I think that it's funny you said the term broken home. It's not funny. It's people use it all the time. And I get what you mean by, like, that is tech, the technical definition. But I, I watched so many. My very best friend I watched her be a certain way and emotionally just traumatized for years because of her parents' relationships. And then around her parents' relationship together, they were married. And then in eighth grade, they got a divorce. And I literally watched her heal and become like the most beautiful, content version of herself. And that really showed me like, oh, no, the the the, the bad decision is would be to force a child or force a relationship that is causing pain for everyone around mm -hmm. them. May it's like it's just life isn't that way anymore. There's healthy co-parenting, there's let me get my child out of this because it's toxic. There's just so many ways to do it and there's not one right way, you know? Yeah, no, that's so true. Yeah. There's no one right way. Mm -hmm. And Ocean will always be my my number one priority. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Period. You know, anyone that comes into my life, my home, whether it's a friend or a boy, you know, she's the first one I think about. Yeah. Is this person going to be around for a while? My daughter is a luxury to mm -hmm. be around. She is. Yeah. Even though she won't remember you, mm -hmm. I don't care. She's a fine fucking wine. Yeah. And you're not just going to come in here and be around her. No. Yeah. So yeah. my ultimate goal is just to protect her at all costs. I think that's beautiful. And now I'm curious if it's Ocean's first birthday today in 17 years when Ocean turns 18, if, if you were to say to her one thing, she was to listen to this episode or get a sound clip, what would you say to her at 18, you think? What would you want to say now, like her, your hopes and dreams for her? Oh, my hopes and dreams for her. Yeah. Um never take no for an answer mm -hmm. bust through every door if you want something always be a squeaky wheel mm -hmm. never be silent never yeah and you are your voice matters mm -hmm. and your feelings matter and you know i don't know what she's going to grow up and want to do my 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 daughter will be supported no matter who she chooses to love what her life path is, you know, if my kid, which I don't think this will happen, if she says, you know, stripping is my passion, best believe I'm going to be in there tipping her the big bucks <laughs> because I will support her no matter what. Yeah. I will give her all the advice that I possibly can. 
And then what she chooses to do with that is going to be up to her. But my biggest thing is you'll always be loved. You'll always be safe and you will always be accepted. <laughs> Goosebumps. I love it. Thank you. It's beautiful. <laughs> Ocean's lucky. And for any of you out there that don't have the best moms, Lala is your mom as well. <laughs> she is. I'm your mother. She's, she's Mama your Lala mama. to the rescue. Um, I'm excited for today's podcast. Oh, before I forget, we are going on tour. If you've been living under a rock, my favorite thing to tell people is you don't know this because you've been living under a rock. Obviously, we're going on tour. The Give Them Lala brand new tour. We are headed to Fort Lauderdale on May 3rd. From there, we'll hit Clearwater, Orlando, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia, Nashville, New Orleans, Houston, Austin, and we will wrap it up on May 13th in Dallas, Texas at the House of Blues. I'm super excited. Um, get your tickets at GiveThemLive.com. You can also hit up my Instagram at Lala Kent. And the tour will be posted there. I cannot wait to meet you guys. Um, we have Remy Bader on the podcast today. I am so excited. She is what I think is a genius. What she just decided to do during quarantine is pretty badass. So we're going to figure out how to become geniuses like her. She's super body positive. I'm into her. When we come back, we have Remy Bader. I'm going to let you in on a little tiny secret. I am not a cook. Okay, so that's not really a secret, but I do have a secret weapon when it comes to the kitchen. Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals are always fresh, never frozen. They get delivered right to your door, and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. I've also become a big fan of their add-ons, snacks, and smoothies. Ocean loves the pancakes. I pretty much get those and the mango smoothies in every single Factor delivery. But Factor has you covered no matter how and what you're eating. Keto, calorie smart, protein plus, or vegan and veggie. The weekly menu has 35 options, including gourmet meals like filet mignon and shrimp. There's no prepping, cooking, or even cleaning up. You just heat it up and then eat right out of the Factor packaging. So easy. You can customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need, and you can also pause and reschedule deliveries. So head to factormeals.com slash lala50 and use code lala50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next box. That's code lala50 at factormeals.com slash lala50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. All right, you guys, we are back with someone I am completely obsessed with. Her name is Remy Bader. And if you guys live under a rock, here we go. You're coming out from under it. Hi, Remy. Hi. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm so I'm starstruck right now. Like I'm beyond. So I feel like we're on the same page. I have to say, you're pretty much a fucking genius. Oh, thank you. Do you get that? Do you understand that? I don't know. Like, I swear, like, not, nothing's ever hit me yet. Like, it's only been like a little over a year and I don't really know. I'm just going with it. 
you're just rolling with it. I love that because I think if you were to realize what everyone else is realizing, you may like get in your head about it because I mean, bitch, you've been written about in Vogue, Harper's Bazaar, Insta, like the list goes on and on. And I was I was watching your TikTok today. There was one where you were like, I never like to respond to trolls or people trying to bring me down. And you there was comment that you responded to saying you don't represent the quote unquote plus size community. You basically told your story. You lost your job. Take me through where you were at a little over a year and a half ago to becoming a genius. You're a genius. <laughs> Thank you. Ella. I was working at Title at the time, which is Jay-Z's music streaming service. So I was doing partnership marketing. I was a coordinator, like my second job out of college. And then during COVID in the summer, I lost my job because of COVID. So I was very upset. Like I had this whole, like my, I had a plan forever of like, I'm going to be like this big PR marketing girl in whatever fashion or entertainment, whatever it might be. So I was really upset when I lost my job. But at the same time, I think it was almost a little bit of a relief because I think I convinced myself I've been happy at these jobs. But like now that I'm seeing it on the other side and like, I also, so I don't know why I didn't mention this. So my first job out of college was at Bravo. Wow. Yes. So I worked on the PR team. Like Jen Geyser was my boss. Like I worked there and then it was way too corporate for me. You know, an assistant there is very corporate. I'm not a corporate gal, which is great. Now I know that. Um, so that's when I went into the music industry. And like, you know, I think I just convinced myself like, well, I have to be at these jobs. Like these are big names. Like I need to be happy. But realistically, I wasn't. I think deep down, I always wanted to be on the other side. Like I wanted to have a talent. And I think that's maybe why I worked with talent. So like I could just feel close enough to it. In my life, I just was like, this is never going to happen for me. But at the same time, I always felt like I had something that to show the world. Like I felt like I had a big personality and like a lot to say, but I just kind of gave up on it. So fast forward, lost my job, gained a lot of weight, not during COVID, like right before COVID to where my dad who works in the fashion industry was like, Remy, I really think you should just try going for like plus modeling and see how it goes. Where I used to get so pissed when he would say things like that, where at this point I was like, all right, I need to make money. Like, let me just do it. So my dad's the one who like took pictures of me against the white wall, took my measurements and we sent them to all these modeling agencies. And I heard back from one boutique, small one in New York city, signed with them right away as a fit model. And they're like, Oh, you're pretty too. Like maybe we can try and do some actual modeling. Nothing happened Was super slow. It's COVID. I'm a new model. And I was bored as hell. And I was just like home in my apartment. And I, came onto TikTok onto like the curvy fashion side of TikTok that I never knew existed. And I was like, this is cool. And in my mind, it was never like, I'm going to make these videos and people are going to see it. I was like, let me do something creative because I'm losing my mind how bored I am. Right. And I taught myself how to edit. I filmed myself. I remember my sister and my mom like coming home being like, what are you doing? Like filming myself. And I just didn't want to tell anyone. I'm someone that tells everyone everything I'm up to. And like, I just like need everyone's opinion. And this was the first time in my life. I just kind of like, was like, let me just do this for myself. And like, and then it was like the fifth video I made that like blew the hell up. And then my life changed. Like, I don't know. I don't even know. What was the fifth? Like, what was the one video that just blew up? The first four videos I did were like celebrity lookalike in a size 16 body, Haley Bieber, Khloe Kardashian, whoever it was. And then I did it, their outfit in my body. But that was something that was repeated on TikTok and I got from other people. So no one cared. 
But then it was really when I kind of gave up on it and I was like, all right, this is a lot of work to do yourself and like no one's even seeing it. So whatever. It was really the one that I came home and made for my friends as like a joke because I got this like huge package from Nasty Gal. I looked insane. My boobs were flying out. Like it was just like everything looked horrible on me. So I was just like laughing at myself and like sending my friends videos. I was like, I'll just make a video of it. And I literally said like, how can we order these things online? And no matter what size you are, it'll never look like the model. And like, we get mad at ourselves for it when really, why are we blaming ourselves? It's these fashion brands that just don't get it. Right. And that was the video that blew up. It's so insane to me. And this is, I, I tend to like take a step back and look at what people have built. You managed to take your amazing personality and just like lust for life and also partner with these brands because you're showing real life. And by the way, I hate the word plus size model because most of these bitches are so small. It's like, so is that a negative size model? Because she's half a person. So that doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, the names in general are all like, it's just obviously that's some, there's so much I want to change (laughs) so much that I think that it'll But you're doing it. I'm doing it. And I think that's what I, yes, I've recently given myself more credit because I'm finally now going into 2022 after building a platform, seeing the changes start to happen slowly. And now at least I'm seeing that. I never was someone that was just like, wow, I have a following. Like, let me just keep building numbers. If I'm not doing something with it, then what's the point? Right. So now that I'm actually seeing stuff happen, yes, no, I'm definitely proud of myself and it's great, but I don't think that the people, some of the people that follow me, and I have people of all shapes and sizes that follow me, I just don't think that people realize like it does take time and like I can't just snap a finger and like I'm I want it to happen just as much as everyone else. But, you know, I just announced that I'm working with Victoria's Secret Pink to be their size consultant and brand ambassador to help them to expand sizes. Of course, I've been getting so much positive feedback, but also so much negative from people that are just like an XXL, that's all you can do. Like you're doing nothing. Like, and again, those are, I know like, I shouldn't look at the negative and it's not that many people, but realistically it's like, I want to prove everyone wrong. And I always have wanted to be like liked and understood. So it's very hard for me now being this sensitive person on social media, wanting everyone to like, see I'm trying to do good, but then getting those haters is very hard for me. Like, it's just hard for me to accept. Of course you're, you're still a human being and no matter how much good you do, there's always going to be people who it's not good enough. I think that's a tough pill for most of us to swallow. So when you got that package from Nasty Gal, Mm -hmm. I remember seeing this. Now I know which one you're talking about because Katie showed it to me. Is that when you decided to kind of shift the way your TikTok was going to be? And you were like, not only am I going to bring my big personality, but I'm going to show these clothes and what they look like on my body because you've really, you've really been able to grab everything and put it into one TikTok, you know? Yeah. I think it's weird because I didn't have the thoughts then around it. Like I happened to have a pretty little, I never shopped. Like, I mean, I always like loved clothes and, but I did it in a way that was like once every two months I would order like a million things online and just get it because it was such a stressful thing for me growing up. Like I literally, if I shopped in person with my mom or something, I would just cry the whole time because it was frustrating. Right. And then when I order things online, it works or it doesn't work, but I usually would laugh at myself. So I had a pretty little thing packaged the next day because I did one of my big, I'm going to order everything online. So I just made that video again, but a little more like in depth and tried making that one 
people liked the humor on it. People liked that it wasn't so serious of like, Mm -hmm. let's accept ourselves. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but like for me, that's not me. So for me, I always, maybe I have been that kind of way my whole life, like making fun of myself in a way when in things like that, if clothes don't fit me, but yes, also like being honest that like it upsets me at the same time. So I just like did it again. And then I, I don't know, I wish I knew what the moment was where I was like, back again with a realistic call and decided this is going to be like a series and take over my life. But I don't remember. It just kind of, it just kind of happened itself. And I, yes, I took a little bit of like my frustration for the fashion industry, the humor I've always had, and then me just always loving to connect with people who have feel the same way. And I, when I started seeing that all these people just feel the same way and like, we're like connecting to what I was saying, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. I'm just going to keep talking about it. I mean, like I said at the beginning, it's fucking genius. The brands that you've partnered with, I mean, Stuart Weitzman, Lululemon, Saks Off It, like all of these brands that people like me would die, die to have them partner with me. And you're just a fucking genius. Like I watch your videos and you're making a difference and doing all of those things. And I get it. Like, I don't care who you are. And I don't care how many people sit there and tell you, you look great. Like if you don't feel great, right? we all have those moments of like, I'm not comfortable in this moment in my own skin. You have those thoughts, I'm sure, because you're a person as well. Yeah. In those moments, do you still create content? Are those the moments where you say, you know what, fuck this, we're getting off our ass and we're making content to talk about it? When I'm actually most vulnerable is when I create the content too, because I'm like, I just want to talk to someone about it. Why don't I just share it to my over 2.5 million followers and just talk about it there? So like some people are just like, social media isn't your therapist and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, in a way, kind of, kind of. because like, <laughs> honestly, I've become more confident in the past year because of the positive things that people have said to me. I don't let those hate comments bring me down as a person. Yes, maybe in the moment they upset me. When people are like, you're fat, you're fat, this, this, this. Like, I already know the things I need to work on. I already know what I'm doing. So like, maybe I'll be upset if I'm having a bad day already, but sometimes they don't even affect me. It's the positive things that my followers and people that have like gotten to know me say that I like start believing about myself that I maybe always hated about myself or never like, like I always hated my teeth. And then everyone just always comments how I have the greatest teeth. And now I like my teeth. Like, it's kind of like, we all don't like things about ourselves, but I put myself out there in front of everyone. So I'm starting to see different things. But going back to what you said, yes, when I'm the most vulnerable, I do speak about it and I get positive and negative feedback because going back to that video you said where that girl was like, you don't represent this plus size community. And I felt like I had to respond. Like I was like, wait, I'm not trying to represent any community. I got a following from just being myself and now it turned into something. So I'm not just going to change what I'm doing and start being like this leader or like influential person that knows everything that's like right to do and have all these people follow. Like I'm still just like a mess of a person trying to figure it out. But I do think I have a lot of like honesty and things I just want to share and people seem to like it. So I'm not just going to start. I I don't care if people think like you don't represent the plus size community. You're not big enough. You're this, you're that. It's like, what do you want me to do? Like, I literally don't know what I'm supposed to do other than just like keep doing what I'm doing. But now that it's getting bigger, it's like people are putting me in like a place. Like they want me to be like, you know, when it said on the Victoria's Secret thing, Remy to help plus size influencer, that pisses off some people that are, considered in this plus size community and they're like well if she's considers herself plus size that's not true and an xxl is in plus size it's very hard i don't care to put myself in a category but everyone else is trying to 
Right. That's inevitable. When you start putting yourself out there, people try to put you in a box and you obviously can't be put in a box, but the struggle is real. I mean, I can relate to being put in a box and you try your hardest to break out of it. Now, when you say like people are upset about the XXL, I'm going to be honest, like I don't even know what size that would mean. Like when they say like an extra small, what size? I need a number. So when you're creating these sizes and you're helping brands, do you go off of just the XXL or, you know, an actual number for what that means? Every company and brand is different. So some brands okay. do XL, some brands do numbers. The problem is, and why it's like, but people don't realize, like, like I'm a 16, 18, 14, 20. Like I literally, now that I've gone through all these brands and now starting to shop with like, now designers are starting to send me clothes and things like that. I'm like, wow, like, it's all across the board. So that's why I try and do the work for people where I'm trying it on. And then you can see for yourself, like, is this going to work for me? Is it not? Because it's so confusing. And I think that it's not even most brands go like XL, XXL. It's like every brand is different. I would say like most, the frustration for someone like me is that a lot of these brands just stop at an XL. Mm. That is like, I would say almost like at this point, like a little bit smaller than me. And then like, how many people are left out? Like there are so many people that then aren't allowed, aren't able to wear clothes at all. And for me, I felt like I was always like, I don't know the word trendy, liked fashion. And then the only clothes that were there for maybe some larger people are like frumpy and not cute. And like, why does that relate? Like, why can't I go get the same clothes that a skinnier person is getting just because my body's bigger? And that's why I think the first that I realized was good American, that Chloe was like the first that really started plus size, but like cool clothes that I noticed. I watched that video you did of the black dress and you said that it was a size five. You give like the turnaround to show how it looks. So that's good to know that you feel that good American is like the first one to really make you feel good where you don't have to walk into a store and be like, these are my options. Yeah. And I think that's what people too are like fascinated by. Like they see me that I've always been like kind of dressed like a little, like I like to show skin and show my boobs and show like my stomach a little. So like people are like, Oh my God, like I never knew I could dress like that. And then they get so excited and I could sell out the item in two seconds because they're like, Holy shit. If Remy's wearing this and she's a size 16, 18, then I could wear this too. Like, I think that's where a lot of people get the excitement from following me. Well, yeah, I I can imagine because, you know, there's so many people that are are looking in, in so many aspects of life for that confidence and that push where who said that this person can show a little midriff, but this person can't. Yeah, I think you're showing people the way to do it. And here's the thing. I always say if if you walk out the door and you feel beautiful and hot, fuck what everyone else thinks. Yeah. So you're giving people so much confidence. And I think that I'm glad that you're realizing that because it's something where you're from New York. I'm from, well, I'm originally from Utah, but I live in LA and it's just kind of a different, it's a different vibe out here. We're not from the small town where everybody's very judgmental, but those places still exist. They need someone like you to be out here giving them confidence. I think it's amazing. Yes, I am starting to see it more. Like I'm starting to give myself a little bit more credit and like seeing the what I'm doing. Like, I mean, I think the biggest part is when people come up to me on the street, cause that's, you know, people come up to me crying like once a week 
uh, these girls that are like, you changed my life. And I just, I didn't understand for so long, but I think it's just, yes, giving them this confidence. I think what's hard for me to get it is that I still lack a lot of body confidence. I would say I've always been an overall confident person, like mentally and like, I'm Remy Bader. This is what I'm doing. I'm not afraid to say anything. But when it comes to my body for the first time in my life, I'm not confident in that at all. So when people comment and then come up to me and say, you've given me so much confidence, I don't, I think it's maybe that I don't want to feel inauthentic because I'm like, wait, I'm not that confident right now. I actually am like really not happy with my body right now. So it's like a, you know, I think it's hard because then you're labeled like this influencer where like I said, I'm influencing these people, but I don't want to like be the one to say that I have all the answers or anything because I really don't. Like I'm just as lost as anyone else. But I think that's why people gravitate towards you. Yeah. Because that's relatable. And I, I can relate to that on a lot of levels because I people will come up to me or slide in the DM and talk about how do I get your type of confidence? And I'm like, girl, I am faking this shit until it just happens for me. And maybe you do the same thing. I don't know. But whatever you're doing, people see you and they want what you have. And you're not just giving the curvy girls and curvy, you know, men, women and everything in between that confidence. Like when I watch you, I feel liberated. You know, you're hitting both ends of the spectrum and everything in between. And you're very relatable. So I don't feel like you're being inauthentic by coming across as a confident person and then having your moments. I think that's just called being a person. Exactly. And I think that's just, it's such a rare thing to be a person on social media because everyone's so used to needing to show this like perfect side to them. And that's really what, that I think is something going back to when I started my videos that I did think I was like, I want to show the bad and not only the good. Everyone only shows the good on social media. And that fucks with me. No, and it, it messes with a lot of people. I'm not as much of a picture person. I'm more of a video person. I mean, I like like taking my like modeling photos and stuff, but like in New York City, how people take like blogger photos on the street, like I can't. That gives me so much anxiety. And I actually just recently went on like a trip with like that was really like an influencer influencer trip with just girls that more do photos and not video. And it was like really another world for me, like seeing just how perfect everyone needs their feed to be and look and dress and act. And I'm like, that world isn't something that I can see myself in or ever would want to be in. So like, like that's great for other people. But like, for me, I'm content with what I'm putting out there, what I'm doing. And I'm very interested to see where it will go. You know, like every day I'm just kind of like, I don't have a plan. Like when I did used to have a plan of what I wanted my life to be, it went completely a different way. And I'm happy about that. So I'm literally just going with it when I get an opportunity, like the Victoria's Secret thing or something comes my way and it sounds good to me. I'm like, great, let's do it. So I'm just kind of like taking this and seeing what happens. Like I just, it's crazy. I don't know. Well, it's only been, like you said, a little over a year. I'm sure you're still processing everything. I mean, I'm in awe of what you've accomplished in such a short period of time. Like you were just meant to do this. Thank you. You're so welcome. First of all, again, if anyone's living under a rock, where can people find you? My Instagram and TikTok is just at my name, at Remy Bader, R-E-M-I-B-A-D-E-R. Potentially might start a YouTube, but that takes a lot of effort. So I'm just pushing it off and pushing it off. But I think there's going to be a lot of very exciting things coming up, more exciting announcements and things that are happening in the next few months. And like I said, I feel like it's finally like things are actually happening. And that's like the most exciting for me. So 
It's beyond exciting. And before I let you go, I want to know like what your parents think. You said your dad was the one that was like pushing you in a certain direction. Like, what does he think about all this? Oh my God. They're, they're funny. Like it was interesting. So my dad's like the business guy and who I go to to talk about all that. He's like now my business manager actually. But I almost like wasn't getting anything from him at first where I was like so confused. And my mom was like, no, Rem, you don't understand. Like he brags about you on the phone to everyone, but to your face, he acts like he's just, he's just not as like much like that. He actually texted me for the first time the other day, like two days ago and was just like, not that he hasn't been showing how proud he is, but like he just, he shows it in different ways and he texted me two days ago like I can't explain how proud I am of you like you built this business like you did everything on your own like it's really amazing to see where my mom cries every day like she's just the emotional she's obsessed with you by the way but like she just like cries every day like it's like I can't believe this like these girls like on the street came up to me and we're like we love you and like when they're with me and see that they just like freak out every time and like my mom's like I just don't get it. Like, why do you think? Why? Like, of course, <laughs> me, but she just like, well, question ever. I'm like, are you going to say that every single time? And she's like, I'll just never understand. But in the best way possible, she's just like, she, it's just very surreal to her. Oh, I'm sure. And then my sister gets like, almost like, I think she's happy because she just gets the perks of going on the revolve trips and doing whatever with me. Like, we actually weren't, weren't really as close before this time where now that we're doing these trips and exciting things together. And she's always been in into fashion and influencers and all this stuff. Like, this is just great for her. So like, we're all super close and like, kind of, I want them in every, anytime something happens, an article comes out, I just put in my family group chat. Like we're all very like into everything happening, but it's something new every day. Like it feels like it's just, I, I'm wondering when that feeling will be over. Like, I'm like, Oh my God, it was just in women's wear daily. Like that was crazy. Like, is that going to be like over at some point? Or is there always things that are still exciting? Like, I don't know. You know, I wonder that I sometimes wonder that too, because I'm looking at everything you've been featured in. And I'm like, I'm sure she's pinching herself daily. Like, is it ever going to get to a point where it's like, oh, yeah, cover of Vogue, whatever, you know, just another day. But even with you, like you, I'm sure at first, like, well, you started getting a following and you probably were like, what the hell is going on? But then like you get you have new exciting things like when you wrote a book, you know, like a new excitement yes. outside of that, what you were doing, I guess, like, I'm sure that there's always things to be excited about having a baby. I still pinch myself. Like, how how did I get here? Like, I was just on a couch in Utah watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Like, what am I doing? I feel like I was put into a time capsule or something. That's the feeling that I just like, I don't think I can't answer the question when people are like, how has it been? I'm like, I don't know. I literally don't know because I was sitting there taking press clips of you at the desk at Bravo, like you know, literally in my little like assistant suit, like, like obeying the rules. So like, I, I, it was very like, and now I'm like doing this. And now you're bigger than all these hoes. <laughs> you're fucking killing it. Really wild. Well, it was such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so appreciative. Keep rocking the, the industry. Thank you so much. You're welcome, babe. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Do we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.